Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. Righteous judgment of the Most High, who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds, to them who by patience yep. continue in some well-doing seat, no nope. glory and honor and immorality, yep. eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious and do not obey the yep. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. You an African-American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Yep. Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yep. Think they gon' say it? Nope. We gon' explode. Yep. Yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yep. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to my? Yep. Do you follow these laws? Nope. Do they still exist? Yep. Have time to wait? Oh, 
from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose the most I heard theater Two sides to choose from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose Who you gonna choose Got to choose And we know this. We got to choose. We got to choose. We got to choose. Ah! 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 All right, all right, all right. You're going to learn today. All right, all right, all right. You're going to learn today. All right, all right, all right, all right. Shalom and good morning. Welcome once again to another episode of ISBHPK Presents Bible Talk. That's the Israelite School of the Israelite School of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge. I'd like to welcome you all to another episode. Hopefully everybody's weekend was a well, it was uh, uh, productive. Uh, I'll use that word today. I hope everybody's weekend was productive and and, and prosperous, um, and that that and successful. And that whatever goals that you might have had set this weekend, that, that you was able to go ahead and um, uh, through hard work, determination, uh, diligence, and endurance, you was able to reach and uh, meet those goals. Um, welcome. Today is Monday. Today is Monday. Um, what is this? October. October. Already. Monday, October 24th. Brothers and sisters, can y'all believe how fast this year is going? Can y'all really believe how fast this year is going? We are already in the month of October. And what's crazy about it, even here, you know, down here in South Texas, it's, uh, we are, what, six days away from, from about a week. We're a week away from, from November, and we're still in the 70s. And as I'm looking at, at weather, we're looking at, Today's high here in San Antonio is supposed to go up to 84. It's supposed to go up to 84. We got a little bit of rain, a little bit of sprinkles going on, but it's supposed to get 84 degrees here. This is October 24th, y'all. We, we are about eight days away from, from November, and it's, it is still 84 degrees out here outside and everything. What is really going on? What is really happening? Um, uh, I guess everybody's saying that all this, uh, you know, this woke movement going on with Kanye West and everything. To where uh, one of the group threads I'm on with uh, a lot of Israelites, uh, they sent a picture of Klansmen, people with the KKK, white um, Aryan racers, um, were were had, had put up a uh, some some uh, some signs, some some they made them, you know, again made out of sheets or whatever, sheets or whatever, but it was white people uh, throwing up the you know the the high Hitler the, the Nazi salute and everything. Saying that Kanye Kanye was right, and they even was trying to quote um, Revelation uh, three nine uh, two nine and three nine. These are white people, um, uh, white KKKers, saying that Kanye was right about the Jews or whatever. So that's that's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing that we are definitely getting close to the last days. I mean, uh, we know that there's certain, there's certain events that still got still got to take place, um, including the escalation of the race riots 
Uh, it got to escalate. And I'm seeing where I'm going to do some more research on it. And maybe Tazapah will cover it tomorrow. And Tazapah Tuesdays, Tazapah Tuesdays, Tazapah Tuesdays. But I'm seeing where Iraq has sent Russia some, uh, 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 some, uh, some drones, unmanned drones. That they're, they're funding, um, funding. They gave Russia. Imagine Iraq giving Russia some unmanned drones. I guess it was a, a, a significant amount. I, I didn't really pay attention to it, but it caught my caught my attention just for a second. Like wow! And you know, it reminds me of the scripture that tells us that how about how the um I can pull that up real quick. I haven't, but I will now. Uh, let's go to let me get my search box up. Uh, You know, one of the biggest problems I'd I, I be having with, with uh, any of my shows is what to open up with. <laughs> that, that'd, be, that, that'd be a real struggle with me. I, I ain't going to lie to y'all. It'd be a real struggle. That I'm thinking about the class. I'm thinking about the scriptures that, that they were about to go over. And I'm, I'm, I'm always thinking about, you know, the, the, the perfect segue. Um, the perfect segue in coming into the scriptures to, to – uh, so that they make sense. So that the, so that the class and the scriptures that, that we're going on, the topics that we're going over, that they make sense. And then I'm, 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 I think about, you know, specific people what will come to my mind, um, and I'm thinking about them and where their understanding is at, um, where their foundation is. And then I'm thinking about, okay, I can't just jump into this topic here. I got to come back. I got to address this. I got to address that. And then, you know, like uh, to me, like like not a good like like a good comedian. I, I use it, I use this example all the time. Um, I was a fan of Def Comedy Jam when it first came out. Uh, I I loved it. I I I was I was really given to it. And Def Comedy Jam came out around the same time. You know, I I, I just started my evangelical work. Um, with spreading this, this knowledge throughout the United States, across, across the United States. And it wasn't just the, the, the comedians or the comedy that got to me. It was studying and seeing how, how the comic, each comic had to gain the crowd. That if you go back and look at each one of the, the, the shows, and I studied the shows. I had the, you know, I had the Diff Comedy Jam um, uh, DVD set and everything, the 25th anniversary set. And we'll look at it at YouTube, and, and many times I'll go on, on uh, Amazon Prime or, or Hulu or whatever, and I'll go back and I'll watch those Diff Comedy um, 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 episodes. And I like studying and looking at not so much the comedy, because really after a while the comedy just got to a point where everybody was just, you know, the, the punchline became a cuss word. So I'm, I'm not, that, that, that wasn't never uh, – uh, that never really hit with me. That 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 part never really registered registered with me. But what I'd like to study and would like to get the understanding of was how each comedian, like if one comedian went up behind, like if you if you went up behind a Chris Tucker, or you went up behind um, uh, Jay Carpenter, or you went up behind um, a Capone or a, or a, a, a Dale Gibbons or uh, some of the greats, you know. Um, and studying how each comedian, some comedians would get up there, and you can see where they, they'd have a, a, a set that it was going over, 
that jokes that they already had, 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 had set up in their mind to go over. And they didn't catch the crowd yet. For the crowd to understand their comedy, for the crowd to understand the, their mentality, for the crowd to understand their sense of humor. Um, and then you, you, you start seeing like, how, how some of the greats would do it, the, the Bernie Macs, the uh, uh, D.L. Hughley's, uh, even Martin. You would see how he would come in and have to capture the crowd. And once he got the crowd captured, then wherever you go, the crowd's there with you. So by the time you get to the punchline, by the time you get to, to whatever it is you're covering or whatever, they, they're kind of locked in. And you only had that little bit of time to get everybody's mind in that, in that space for your set to be good. Now, there's a lot of good comedians who went on there, great comedians who, who made comedy a, a career. But there's times they went up there. I'm not going to name any of my names or whatever, but there's times they went up there and they, they bombed. That, that they, they bombed because they, they didn't really capture the crowd. In the time that it was given, they didn't capture the crowd. You can see where a lot of times where, where when the crowd wasn't captured when they first went up there from nervousness or whatever it might, might have been, that that's when there was the fallback, just say some cuss words, um, uh, cuss out white people, um, or, or, or what have you. And that was supposed to be the, the unifying or the thing, the, the, the bailout, if you will, to get everybody's mind kind of going in the same direction or whatever to get, get the comedy going. But I, I, like I said, I like studying comics. I like taking comics out uh, uh, from uh, Bill Burr to um, – um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to name some white comics. Uh, Gary Owen, that it's not just black comedy I'm into, but I like to see how comics capture a crowd. That's what, I'm, that's what I really pay attention to because you don't get that little bit of time. You, you only get that little bit of time. You get the time from your – like basically your introduction to – a little bit of time to set your joke up, uh, to capture everybody's mind, to proceeding with your material, if it's gonna if it's gonna bomb or not. So I, I, I like to think about that. Sometimes I think about it too much. Sometimes I think about it too much. Right? How how can I capture everybody? So now by the time we start going over these scriptures, they're gonna make sense. And and I'm thinking about again where if somebody comes across my mind who might have a very real heavy um, a church background, a real heavy church, um, uh, so, uh, so-called Christian background, then as I'm going over these scriptures, what type of, of stumbling blocks, what type of roadblocks topic going to hit with them? And is there a way I can, 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 can segue, is there a way I can get into this and kind of get, get their minds uh, kind of following it? The word of God is, is quick and powerful and sharp and any two-edged sword. He was four and twelve. I'm, I'm never going. I'm not going to forget that. But I do try to be conscious of, of, of where people is coming from. Uh, and when we come back and read First Corinthians chapter fourteen, where Peter's talking, not Peter, where Paul is talking about speaking in tongues, that he gives the explanation that speaking in tongues is speaking in, in, in a language uh, that people is it, speaking in, in, in a human language. Um, Spanish being a tongue, English being a tongue, um, Greek being a tongue, uh, Portuguese being a tongue, uh, Creole being a tongue, that on the day of Pentecost that we read about Acts chapter 2 and everybody was speaking in tongues, it tells you it's defined very clearly that the tongues that were being spoken wasn't the, the, the what we've been taught here now in, in Americas 
that speaking in tongues is speaking in, in that humble, humble, uh, uh, gibberish that absolutely nobody understands. Because Paul really breaks it down in First Corinthians chapter that when you speak in tongues, you're supposed to speak. Uh, somebody's supposed to be able to translate what's being said. Um, that again, in dealing with, with with Paul, if Paul was around a bunch of Greek speaking Jews that didn't speak Hebrew, then if he was speaking Hebrew, the the, the power of speaking in tongues became. If he only spoke Hebrew, that they would still understand what he was saying, though he was speaking in Hebrew. That if they, their native tongue was Greek, that now when Paul spoke, Paul was speaking Hebrew, but they understood what he was saying, even though their their original language or their 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 language was Greek, or maybe been Carthaginian, or it might have been um, from Elam or Mesopotamia or or wherever they, they might have grew up at. That that was in the the tongue that they grew up with. But as the disciples that were from Galilee who spoke Hebrew were speaking, everybody was able to understand what they were saying in their own uh, native tongue that, that they grew up in. That's what it means to be speaking in tongues. But Paul also goes one step further, and let's be understood that when you in speaking in tongues, that you need to speak things that are easy to be understood. Um, I'm going to get that. I need to get that scripture also. Uh I'm I'm, I'm going to jump to too many scriptures and it's going to mess everything up. That you got to speak things that are easy to be understood. So none of the teaching that that takes place, do I want it to be where I'm teaching and what's being taught doesn't make sense. That that, that I'm wasting my time. Uh, And if I'm wasting my time, then I'm I'm wasting your your time as the listener. Uh, Then I'm not also wasting your time. And sometimes, as I, I, you know, in, in doing this for over 1989, 88, 1980, 89, I, I, we'll just go there, 1989 till now, 89, 99, 2009, 99, so 89, 99, 2009, 2019, that's 30 years right there. Then from 2019 to present is another Three years. So that's 33 years. I've been I've been in this knowledge. I, I, I've been uh, studying the Bible. Now I'm not saying that to pat myself on the back. I'm not saying that to uh, to make me better than anybody or 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 lesser than anybody. But in studying this Bible for the past 33 years, in teaching this Bible for the past 33 years, that speaking to some people who really have not studied the Bible. That all they might have is, is, or all they will have is how they grew up and what they was passed down through tradition and passed down through custom, whether it be um, uh, through from a religious religious background, uh, what they might have heard from from uh, sometimes uh, you know that relative that got locked up in jail, who had time to read books, um, or just family traditions that got passed down that they never other people never really had any type of background or any type of studies. And at the actual word of God, they've never really had any studies in in getting into the scriptures. So, coming back now with my 33 years of of, of of studying and talking to somebody who doesn't have a background in scriptures, a lot of things that the Bible does bring out can be very controversial. The, the, a lot of things that the, the Bible does bring out, it can it can be abrasive. Right. Um, so, 
and not trying to be a, a waste of time, not trying to waste my own time or, or, or the listener's time or what have you, and trying to be conscious of, of where people's backgrounds is coming from, that it hasn't been Bible-based. Um, it, it's been based on whatever's been based on, but it's not particularly been based on what, uh, from a study of the scriptures, then I know there's a lot of times I can lose people. I know there's a lot of times I can, that, that the topic, I can lose people because uh, of the amount of studying that, 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 I, that I've put in. Uh, believe it or not, I, I know if you listen to my, the, 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 uh, uh, the ISBK Bible Talk episodes, whether, whether live or going back through the, through the archives, you would think that I'm a person who, who doesn't mind talking. You would think that I'm a person who, who, who might even like to hear, hear, himself, hear himself speak. And the truth of the matter is I'm, I'm really not. All right? The truth of the matter is I'm, I'm, I'm really not. Uh, I really would rather that people understood or hear what the scriptures are saying and what the Bible is saying, and that it's not about what I've said. It's not about um, uh, a cute little moniker, a cute little saying um, that, that, that I've said that is actually the scriptures, that that's what's remembered. Not when Meshavah said this, not Meshavah said that. And one of my teachers, Ariella, uh, Kazaki's father, he was really a stigma for that. Um, Coming from his background, being at, at headquarters in New York, when was on 25th Street, um, where the original ISUPK, the Israelite school, the Israeli school of universal practical knowledge, um, with the original uh, founding members being um, Masha Arya Yaikov, Lahabi Shai Sharon Kazak, that going all the way back to, with, with them, that there was a lot of people who who came into the school, came through those doors. And we try and share some of the revelation and some of the things that they got, but it really wasn't scripture-based. They, they got the idea that they were Hebrew Israelites, but it was, it was more about they wanted to make a name for themselves, that they'd rather people – there'd be a lot of paraphrasing, um, and there'd be a lot of, 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 of talking to where people now would be more re- remembrance of the teacher because of a joke because of a saying, because of what the person said, but it wouldn't be from what the scripture says. That now, it's not the scripture that said, and then a lot of times when people people would come up, teachers would come up and it'd be about them talking. And I'm not saying that, that talking is a bad thing because it, in, in lieu of my, 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 my skill level not being there, but you can't go to the topics that get covered, you can't go to a person, a, a stranger who wasn't there, and they say, well, okay, well, this guy said that this is what it, what it is, or this guy said this is what it is, that that really doesn't give God the glory, that God will receive more glory. You can give them the same scripture of what God said that was given to you. Then now if, if you can now share the same scriptures, that now they can see it's God's word. They can read that it's God's word. They can see that it's what the scripture says and not be so caught up into uh, the, the cult of personality, so caught up into the person, 
so caught up into this, the, the, the charisma of, of this particular teacher or charisma or, or, or what have you, or a particular person, that now it can really be seen and understood and be read, and it, God's word can now be passed on. That now you, it, it, it can always be said, all right, cool, um, Jesus Christ is black. Okay, where is that? Let's go to Revelation chapter 1. Revelation chapter 1, we're going to read verse 1, then we're going to read verses 13 through 15. Now, and give, now, when the statement is made that Jesus Christ is black, now the scripture can be given, and now the, the Bible is showing and describing Jesus Christ as a black man. And it's not now coming from a black militant rebel with a chip on his shoulder, um, just, 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 just trying to kiss out white people. Um, just, just trying, trying, trying to, because um, he's been offended. So now I'm gonna try to offend as many people as I can, because I've been offended, and I'm trying to hide behind the Bible and justify it. No, then now, um, as it says in, in the scripture, it says, uh, I do want to get that scripture. As, as I'm jumping, I do want to get that scripture. When we go to the Book of Romans. When we go to the book of Romans, it says, uh, I'm going to start verse 3. When we go to the book of Romans, chapter 3, and I'm going to go ahead and start now in verse 3, this is what it says. This is what, this is what it's read. Um, Romans, chapter 3, verse 3, says, For what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? So if there are sayings that are said, things that are said, and now some people don't believe. They don't believe the things that are said. Now, even, even the scriptures tell us in 1 Thessalonians 5.21, we'll prove all things. That if, if I make a statement like Christ is black, the Jews are black, I'm supposed to be able to prove those statements. And it can't be just from the passion that I'm coming from or, or the, the, the energy that I'm coming from that, 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 that sways a person, that influences a person into now them also now saying with conviction, yeah, Christ is black and the Jews are black. No, let, let's let's ask you now. Let's prove all things because some people might not believe because of the the media, what the media has been saying, what the news has been saying, because of all the lies that was was established since 1948 when when the Ashkenazi Jews uh, settled in Israel and claimed that the Jews have came home. That you should be able to substantiate that with biblical proof. With scriptural proof that that is a tr- that that statement is true, the Jews have came home. That prophecy and everything that's be able to be set, substantiated, or backed up or proven by the scriptures. So here it says, so what if some do not believe? We're saying that the the, the Christ is black, the, the Jews are black. Just to give an example. Oh, we might be say something like um, uh, uh, pork is unclean, uh, according to God. That no, you can't just pray over it. And, and God's going to bless it. That God gave us a dietary law. If a person chooses to eat meat, God goes to the list of what meats we eat and what meats we can't eat. Plain and simple. So if some don't believe, is that going to make the faith of God without effect? Where we find the faith in God is in God's word. And we know that because what did it tell us about faith? What, what were we taught about faith? That Abraham believed in God and that was coming to him for righteousness. 
And that and that's what gave Abraham the, the title of being called the father of faith because he believed God's word. It wasn't a dream. It wasn't a vision. It wasn't a, um, uh, an intuition. It wasn't the zodiacs that he was looking at that he believed. He believed God's word. And that's what made Mo, uh, Abraham the father of faith. And we go, go throughout the scriptures and see that people believed God's words, even if it was in, even in spite of their own emotional, of their own emotion, in spite of their own intuition, in spite of their own fears or whatever it might have been, they believed God's word, and that's what made them faithful. So what if some don't believe? If statements are made and some don't believe, is that going to make the faith of God without effect? Is that going to make the, the fact that God said it or the fact that God's word um, uh, declares it, is that going to make, is their unbelief going to make God's word without effect? You know, God's word is, it, is not going to come true because they say they don't believe it. Well, let's read on. That, uh, that was Romans chapter 3, verse 3. Now we're in Romans chapter 3, verse 4. It says, God forbid, yea, let God be true, but every man a liar. So if a person doesn't believe the Jews are black, um, the so-called Native Americans, um, so-called uh, Hispanics of the uh, uh, North Central South America, um, and the so-called Negroes, you know, those people came over on cargo slave ships to the Americas, that they are the twelve tribe, they are members of the twelve tribes of Israel. If some don't believe, if we can't go in the scriptures and prove it, it and somebody says, "Well, I don't believe that," is that going to make God's word of no effect? Because they say they don't believe it, because they've been watching movies. They've been watching TV. They been uh, believing media. They been believing um, uh, what's been spoon fed to them, without going into the Bible study, without going into the scriptures. It says, "God forbid that God's word is going to be done away with because they don't believe." All right. So in Romans chapter three verse four, it says, "God forbid." Yea, let God be true. What is true about God is His word. God's word is true, and one thing that you have to appreciate about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The third commandment is thou shalt have no, uh, thou shalt no other God before me, and, and thou shalt not make unto thee any, any, uh, any images. One thing about the creator is that he never had anything made in his likeness. It was never about uh, you seeing him. If you go back and look at all the idols of all the nations, whether it be the Baphomet, whether it be the, uh, the, the multi-breasted um, statue of, of Astarte or Ishtar or Isis or Osiris, um, if, if it was the uh, Egyptian Ankh, if it was the, uh, the, the Greek uh, pantheon or the, the mythology, that it was never based on images, that this is the image of what God looks like. It was never the, the, you know, the, the owl or the falcon or uh, uh, Molech, that God never was about you believing in an image. He said, don't make anything in my, in my image or in my likeness. You can't. Um, don't don't do it. Believe my word, and that you don't have you don't you don't have to see me to believe in me. But you can believe in my word. You can have faith in my word. You can uh, another word or synonym for faith is trust. Another another word or synonym for 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 for, for trust is depend. That. You can use any of those words uh, interchangeably, faith, trust, depend on God's word, that this is what the, his word says. This is what God 
actually said. That's what made a prophet a true prophet or a false prophet. The fact that God actually said something or if God didn't say it. So here it's, it's telling us, reminding us that, yeah, God forbid, Romans chapter 3 verse 4, God forbid, yeah, let God be true, but every man a liar. And let every man be a liar. And, and many times throughout my teaching, um, I, I, I'll let that be known. According to the scripture right here, don't trust me. It said, let every man be a liar. Because you have some people, you can show them black and white what the Bible says, and the first thing out their lips is going to be something like, well, I need to check on my pastor. I need to check on my reverend. I need to go ask this person, go ask that person. And it's like, you're going to ask them what? You, you, you're literate. You can read. It's right here in black and white. What about this that you're reading is questionable? Is it that you've never seen what this Bible is saying and it's now conflicting with the lies that you've been taught from somebody you love, from somebody you look up to, from somebody you trust, and now your your, your trust is, is starting to waver or be challenged because now for things that they've, been, they've said or taught or, or, or instructed or pushed or, or influenced for your whole lifetime, and you believed every word they said, and you got so caught up into the person that now that we're actually reading and seeing God's word, now there, there, there's issue. Now there's conflict. Now there, there's, there's, there's a struggle. Because the truth of the matter is we have not been hearing God's word. We've not actually been reading God's word. We've not done any type of little study. So, again, it says, um, Romans chapter 3, verse 4, God forbid, yea. Let God be true, but every man a liar. And, I, again, I'm going to say it again for the record, in case you didn't hear me say it just now. I'm a man, so that makes me even me a liar. But one thing that's not ever going to be a lie is God's word. Now, it might, it might, dis, it might be at a disagreement with what you've taught, been taught. It might be a disagreement for what you've learned and what you've based your faith on, but God's word is never going to lie. Right? God's word is never going to lie. It says, yea, um, God forbid, yea, let God be true, but every man a liar, as it is written. And that's what I love, right? It tells you. So where are you going to find God's word as it is written? In the scriptures. That's where you can find God's word. So it doesn't become so much now that you trust in just what a man says, what a person says, what a prophetess says, what a zodiac sign or, or, or whatever says. But now you can trust in what is written. You can have faith in what has been written. You cannot depend on what has been written. Reading on from that point, it says that thou mightest be justified in thy sayings and minus be overcome when thou art judged. So it says, as it is written, that thou mayest be justified in thy sayings. That if you say something, an example, Christ is black. We can go back in God's word and now see where, yes, Christ is described as a black man. That's what makes a person's sayings justified, and that now it can be proven in the scriptures. Where it's not just the fact that they know how to debate real well, they know how to just talk, real well, 
They know how to just just, just uh, uh, influence people by their words, by their charisma, or even by their passion. But now, let a person now be influenced, be moved, be inspired by actually seeing this is God's word. This is what the word of God actually says. That's what makes a person justified. Not the fact that I said something and you had a dream about what I said last night and now, now we're talking about it this morning. Oh, my God, that must be God. Oh, God, I had a dream about what you're talking about this last night and I hear that you're talking about it. Man, this must be of God. No, that, that's superstition. By, by definition, that is superstition. That now it's, it's got it's going to be believed, or, or, or it's going to be that much more uh, energy put into uh, to uh, the belief or the action of what's going on because it can be related to a dream, it can be related to a feeling, it can be related to a a, 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 a passion, but, but it's not understood or it's not really been associated with. This is God's word. That a person saying that a person might be justified in what's being said because this is what God's word says. That now your foundation, the foundation of our faith is not, not built up in men, but now the foundation of our faith is built up on the word of God. This is why 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15 tells us, study to show, to show yourself approved of God, a workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth that we're going by the scriptures, right? The Old, the Old Testament, the New Testament, and the Apocrypha. That, that's where our foundation of our faith, of, of the, the, the understanding of God and what, what's being put together, coming from all, from all three, the Old Testament, the New Testament, and the Apocrypha. That the Bible does not contradict itself, right? The Bible does not contradict itself. So, I know, again, I took a little bit of time uh, going into that, opening that up and everything. Um, and, and again, and, and try, trying to, to, with each one of my classes, I also do this to try and give people time, again, to try and collect everybody's thoughts. That it is early morning in, in some places. Um, and then now, as we get ready to go into these topics and, and, and continue on some of the series that we're, that we're dealing with, that we can get everybody's mind kind of going in the same type of kind of flow, in the same kind of direction, so that now these, 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 these scriptures and these precepts and these topics, that they start to make sense, right? That, that, these, that, that now they, it can make some sense, that a picture can now be drawn, a picture can now be seen or developed or comprehended uh, from what we're reading, to to to, to make it, make it visual, make it come alive, um, uh, make it be seen, okay. Uh, and I'm still in, trying to trying to get that perfect that that art, trying to perfect that skill, and trying to help people um, um, see what the Bible is actually saying, okay. So with that, um, I'm, 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 um, last the last time I, I taught was on Friday. Uh, on blog talk, on a uh, 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 Bible talk, and the topic we was covering was how God will hide His face from us. Right? That God will get to the point where He will ignore us. That He has ignored the nation of Israel. The so-called Negroes, West Indians, Puerto Ricans, Haitians, Dominicans, Cubans, North American Indians, similar Indians, Argentinians, 
Chileans, Brazilians, Colombians, Panamanians, and the so-called Mexicans uh, here in the Western Hemisphere. Um, that as long as, as the nation of Israel is no longer in the promised land, uh, um, we've been ignored, and we, we've been on straight survival mode because God had already set us in, in the promised land, the land of milk and honey. He already given us the, 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 best, the best that this earth had to offer, and we spit in his face. We, we, uh, for, for centuries, the Israelites highly disrespected God. And God uh, many times chastised the nation of Israel um, by throwing us in captivities, uh, being oppressed by, 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 by different, uh, uh, different nations, to, the, to finally, in our, our, because of our stubbornness, because of our rebellion, because of our um, lack of respect, he, he, he kicked us out of, of the promised land. Uh, one of the major diasporas or dispersions uh, took place in 70, around 722 B.C., during the Assyrian captivity, when the northern kingdom of Israel, again, was, was, was exiled from Israel and spread throughout uh, uh, Europe and, and uh, North Central Asia, and also here to the Americas, going around the, the Horn of Africa, on the southern tip of Africa, and sending here to the Americas, uh, into what the Bible calls the land of Arsareth. That's why we say that the so-called native of the Americas, the indigenous people, the so-called indigenous peoples of the Americas, that they are the 12 tribes of Israel, that they are members of the uh, – they're Israelites, right? that they are Israelites, and that they, they were kicked out of the promised land, dispersed out of the promised land around 722 B.C. during the time of the Assyrian captivity. Um, then we read about the very last dispersion or, or expulsion of the Israelites out of the promised land and going coinciding with, with all the prophecies that the Lord was going to finally do it um, took place in 70 AD under the, the, the hands of the Romans, uh, under the hand of Vespasian, that we were finally kicked out of that. That's when we were the last time the Israelites were in possession of the Holy Land. Um, and from there, again, we, 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 we were dispersed uh, throughout the Roman Empire um, in, 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 in slavery uh, were all stretching all the way to England, and that the bulk of uh, the Israelites have uh, ran down into the interiors of Africa for for salvation, for for, for refuge. And then, after approximately 1,500 years, uh, we were gathered together uh, on the west coast of Africa, uh, and and became mem- um, uh, um, members, if you will, or or the cargo of the transatlantic slave trade. And, and was bought from the Ivory Coast, from from the, from the West Coast, um, being the, the the ports of of, of uh, from, from within Africa, and come over to the Americas, um, South America, Central America, and also North America, and that we are the Israelites, and all that uh, took place because God was so disgusted with our behavior, uh, uh, so disgusted with our, our stubbornness, so disgusted with our, our rebellions. Uh, against his word and we would say okay now we're going to do right um god would get angry we go in captivity um we humble ourselves we cry unto god like a child will cry to a parent and he heard us and we said we'll never do it again we promise we promise we promise we promise 
And as soon as we get back in good standing with him, get, get back to the promised land, within a generation or two, we go right back to our, our, our um, own imaginations. We go back to our own ideas of righteousness, of morals, of, 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 of wisdom. We go right back to it, totally going against what God had established for us coming out of Egypt with the law that was passed on through Moses. So with that, I do want to go to um, Deuteronomy chapter 31. Uh, let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 31, and I'm starting verse 1, all right? Deuteronomy chapter 31, I'm going to start at verse 1, we're going to read through this uh, and, and as we get into our topic, all right? So uh, this is also a brief recap um, within this chapter of what the last class of uh, God's going to hide his face from us uh, is covering. So we're in Deuteronomy chapter 31 and verse 1, and it reads, uh, And Moses went and spake these words unto all Israel. And he said unto them, I am 120 years old this day. I can no, no more go out and come in. Also the Lord has said unto me, thou shalt not go over this Jordan. So we're get, is that the time now where the 40 years of the Israelites traveling from out of Egypt and wandering through the wilderness, that now uh, we're now about to enter into the promised land. But it was already declared that now Moses, remember, Moses had gotten so frustrated with the Israelites because of our conduct um, and our complaining and our murmuring that when it came time to, to, to give Israel water, instead of Moses obeying what God said, being so caught up uh, and frustrated that he, 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 uh, he struck the rock. It says, speak to the rock. The Lord still let the water come out to feed Israel, but in understanding that Moses lost it, he was so frustrated with the Israelites. God said, all right, cool. You didn't give me glory in front of Israel at this particular time for all that you've done. Um, your job is done. All right? You, 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 bought, you, you bought them out of Egypt, you, the, the Exodus. You bought them out of Egypt. You taught them law, statutes, uh, and commandments. Um, how to please me, uh, what, what, what makes God upset, and now uh, you've got us to the door of the promised land. You've done your job. Now, you're not going to go in the promised land because you did your job. They're going to keep you, – you've done your job. Joshua's going to go ahead and take them on into the promised land. But Moses, you, you, you're done. I'm going to let you see the promised land, of, of what you fought so hard for and, and uh, struggled uh, with – the, the rebellions with the, uh, the, the strifes and contentions that the Israelites have put up with. I'm going to let you see the land, but I'm not going to let you go into it. You've done your job. So this is what Moses is, again, declaring to the Israelites, uh, as we're now in Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 3. And it says, The Lord thy God, uh, he, will go, he will go over before thee, and he will destroy the nations uh, from before thee, and thou shalt possess them. And Joshua, he should go over before, before thee, as the Lord has said. And the Lord shall do unto them as he did unto Sihon, and unto Og, kings of the Amorites, and unto the land of them uh, whom he destroyed. And the Lord shall give, give them up before your face, that ye may do unto them according unto all the commandments which I have commanded you. Verse, verse, uh, verse 6. Be strong and of good courage, 
fear not, and be not afraid of, of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is that doth go with thee. He will, uh, he will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Now remember, brothers and sisters, remember the Israelites had to spend that 40 years in the wilderness because of the fear that was spread to the Israelites among the, from the 10 spies, the 10 of the 12 spies that had went out to spy the promised land. That the report 10 of those 12 spies brought back was that these nations, there there's some giants, they got great numbers, they got well-defended cities, we're never going to be able to defeat them. That God is not going to be strong enough to give us this promised land. And there was only two spies that was like, no, we can do this. That was Joshua and Caleb. And it was from that doubt that got spread to the Israelites um, for the 40 days that the spies had, 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 had went to go spy out the land and brought back that report that got everybody spooked and got everybody scared, got everybody um, um, wanting to return back to Egypt. That's what the Lord said, for every day y'all been gone, y'all brought this report back? Then for every day y'all been gone, I'm going to count that as a year. For every day y'all been gone, it's going to be a year. Now, this doubtful, rebellious, stubborn generation is going to spend here in the wilderness until they drop dead. And then as your kids now have become adults, I'll I'll bring them into the promised land. As far as y'all, if you were 20 years old or over at that time, unless you were Joshua Caleb or uh, connecting with with Joshua Caleb and their immediate nuclear family, you weren't. You didn't come into the promised land out of Egypt. It was the the, the children of, uh, of 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 the ones who actually came out of Egypt that actually went to the promised land. So here Moses is trying to give that, that last bit of warning. Don't be stri- Don't be don't be scared. Don't be afraid. Don't be fearful. The Lord's gonna go before you. He's gonna deliver these nations into your hand. All right. Um, verse seven. Deuteronomy chapter thirty-one, verse seven. And Moses called unto Joshua. And said unto him, in the sight of all Israel, be strong and of good courage, for thou must go with this people unto the land which the Lord has sworn unto thee and to their fathers to give them, and thou shalt uh, cause them to inherit it. So Moses, in front of all Israel, gave this charge uh, to, to Joshua. And the Lord, he it is that doth go before thee. He will be with thee. He will not fail thee, uh, neither forsake thee. Fear not, neither be dismayed. But verse 9, it says, And Moses wrote this law and delivered unto the, the priest, the sons of Levi, which bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord, and unto all the elders of Israel. And Moses commanded them, saying, At the end of every seven years, in the solemnity of uh, the year of, of release, in the Feast of Tabernacles, and as you know, we just we just uh, completed the um, the observance of the Feast of Tabernacles. That that Feast of Tabernacles is very important to the Lord, and, and should be very important to us as Israelites. All right, but in reading us says now in the time of the Feast of Tabernacles, at the end of every seven years, it says uh, do this, verse eleven, when all Israel has come to appear before before the Lord thy God in the place which he shall choose. Thou shalt read this law before all Israel in their hearing. We're going to make sure all Israel hears the law, basically the Torah. All right? What we know today is the Torah. 
that everybody's going to hear this law. Everybody, every seven years. We should be hearing it every Sabbath in, in the different synagogues that, that, that are going to be established. But when we come together on a national level, that, every, that on the national level, every seven years, everybody is going to hear the reading of the law. So that, why? It can't be said, I didn't know. I didn't hear. I wasn't there. This was done every seven years. All right? Reading on, verse 2, uh, verse 12. Gather the people together, men and women and children and that stranger that is within thy gates. Why did God, why does this being said, gather men and women and children and thy stranger that is within thy gates. Why does God make sure that he's being very specific about everybody being there? Because there, there'd be this mentality that, oh, only men got to follow the commandments. That, that women aren't responsible for having to do the commandments. That women aren't responsible for uh, having a responsibility to hear and do what God said. That, they, that as long as the men are doing it, the women are free to do whatever comes to their fancy. Whatever comes to their mind, whatever comes to their imagination. Mind you, for what we know today is Genesis, the third chapter. We know that in Genesis, the third chapter, the second and third chapters, that the voice of God went to Adam, the man, the head. So that it could be said that when the serpent presented the, the idea of wisdom, the idea of, of, of a better way of doing things, that it's conceivable that, that Eve was like, um, when God came to, to interrogate and find out what was going on, that, well, God, you didn't ever speak to me. I never heard it. I didn't know. I didn't know that I was, I was doing wrong. I didn't know that, I, that, that me not following my husband and now trying to give him another way of looking at things, trying to get, influence him to, to consider this, this wisdom that this stranger, that this serpent uh, presented uh, is something that should be considered viable. I didn't realize that. So knowing that that history has taken place um, in the world, here is being said, now every seven years, make sure everybody, men, women, and children, and the stranger that is within my gates, Make sure that everybody is going to hear this, the law. They're not going to hear opinions. They're not going to hear religion. Every seven years, they're going to hear the law. Right? Hold on one second, brother. I'm being joined by brother Gabar Kawa. Uh, well, hello. Hey, brother. What's good, bro? Hey, I'm, I'm I'm calling. I just you know kind of got off work a little bit, you know. Okay. So, okay. so um, you know, wh- wherever you at, you brother? Know. We are in Deuteronomy chapter thirty-one, verse twelve. If you want to keep reading, we're reading down. Good to hear your huh. voice, brother. Good to hear your voice, man. The, I, huh. I, if does understand, um, the brother has been here in, in San Antonio, uh, putting things together, but. Uh, He's on t- temporary um, uh, work release, if that's the, the class, you know, say it like that. 
temporary uh, assignment. That's even better word. A temporary assignment in uh, in an undisclosed location for all y'all spirit, conspiracy theorists out there. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> right, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, um, so, uh, uh, brother, we're in Deuteronomy chapter thirty-one and verse twelve. Time, uh, we're in Deuteronomy chapter thirty-one and verse twelve, and it reads: Gather the people together, men and women and children, and thy stranger that is within thy gates, that they may hear and that they may learn, and that and fear the Lord your God, and observe to do all the words of this law. So that not. So it can't be said that there's no excuse now. Every seven years at the Future Tabernacles, the law was supposed to be read where everybody can hear it, men, women, children, and not strangers, so that now they can hear it, they can learn it, um, and that now uh, they can now fear the Lord our God and observe to do all the words of this law. Then now can't be said, I never heard, I, I didn't know it was wrong. I I uh I didn't know that was changing to me. I that was just y'all. You know, it's just a banging <laughs> thing. That is that's between y'all's men. I don't I wanna hear I don't wanna hear no that that's between y'all. All I gotta do is 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 shit out whatever people excuse me. <laughs> uh, right. That that no, that why do I wanna teach the children the laws of God? They're just kids, which when we think about it, it's, it's kind of silly because we can teach kids about the, the lie of pagan Christmas. We can teach kids the lies of birthdays. We can teach kids the lies of pagan Halloween that's coming up. We can teach the kids through the lies of SpongeBob SquarePants, the lies of, of uh if it's Power Rangers. I don't know what cartoons, whatever thing kids are looking at these days, but right. we can teach them the lies of the Easter Bunny and, 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 and the mentality or the philosophy is, well, they're just kids. It's for the kids. Well, if you could go through all that to teach them lies, why don't we go through that and just teach them the truth? <laughs> Simple, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what is that? I was, I was, I'm just, I'm just a total dreamer, bro. Just, just like, just why? If it's, if it's that easy to, to, to lie to the children, what? Why don't you just tell them the truth? What's hard about the truth? The truth is exactly. <laughs> And because a lot of times we hear that, right? And 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 we we will excuse people um, that they're not responsible um, in what it takes to please God, but we'll make sure kids are learning, and it gets it gets developed in them at a young age, um, lies, and we'll, 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 we'll dismiss it as white lies. We'll dismiss it as well. This is just family tradition. That that you know why don't we wait till twelve years old for for them to decide if they want to learn the Bible or not if they want to learn about God or not, but but then again we'll we'll put it in front of them 
um, Transformers. We'll put in front of them um, right now uh, uh, the, the Justice League about Superman and, and Black Adam and, and Wonder Woman and Batman, Super, uh, Spider-Man, Iron Man, uh, Thanos, um, Aquaman. We'll put all these things in their face as if it's real, but all those are lies. But then we won't teach them their ancestral history found in the Bible. Because that's going to contradict what this society says is right, proper, good, or moral. We'll, 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 we'll chastise children, we'll discipline children when they lie to us, but then we'll tell them that they're not supposed to lie. Can we see the hypocrisy and all that right there? That the things that we'll teach them is based on how we feel at a particular time. Well, I I don't feel that birthdays or, or Christmas or Halloween is, is, is so bad. It's for the kids. I don't feel like teaching them about tooth fairies and, and uh, um, unicorns and, 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 and whatever else, that uh, Snow White and the Seven Doors. I don't see what's wrong with that or, or, or the Little Mermaid. There ain't because there ain't no fucking – I'm sorry. There ain't no woman, <laughs> half woman, half fish um, uh, swimming in the ocean seeing sailors to jump over the ship and commit suicide. Duh. That's not true. Um, there's no leprechaun at the end of the, of, of the rainbow. That, that's going, uh, that if you follow the, the end of the rainbow, that if you get there before it dissipates, that there's a, a, a pot of gold there. I can't remember how many endless days of summer I spent as a kid uh, going, through clo- <laughs> going through clover patches <laughs> trying to find that I'm though, but yeah. Oh, oh, even getting even getting to the point where even getting to the point where shit, I just tell one of the leaves like, you know, it it happened, make it look like a four leaf like it's glue or paste and, and stick it out there like, see? <laughs> or, or you know, for all all the pennies we ever found, um, how how the, how the, how the, the limerick go? Um, if you find if you find a penny, pick it up. Then on day you have your luck. If you stick it in your shoe, and <laughs> how? <laughs> This that Lord knows how many people have touched. Don't know what kinds of germs they got. But right. I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this dirty ass penny. I'm gonna put it. And a lot of times, you know, you might even kiss the damn penny. You kiss it <laughs> in your sock or in your shoe, and it's supposed to give good luck. Right, or, or, or pointing towards the sky as if you're saying the the the, the Most High bless bless this. Is going, he, I'm gonna get a blessing today because he's gonna bless me because I I kissed this penny <laughs> and, I, and I put it up to the to the sky and then I put it in my shoe and by the end of the day you will have a hole in your sock it's not a hole in your <laughs> and then now uh, you had to bring you might bring up the sky starlight star bright first star I see tonight wish I wish I might have the wish I wish tonight come on. <laughs> <laughs> Which is totally going against what? Thou shalt not worship anything in heaven above or that's in the earth beneath. 
But now I'm looking for the first star of the night so that now I can I can send a, a, a wish to it. But these are things that we were taught as kids, the superstitions. On black cats, if you spill salt, if you break a mirror, if you step on a crack, you break your mama's back. We can teach all that to kids, but we can't teach them the Ten Commandments? We can't teach them the names of the 12 disciples? We can't teach them the books of the Bible. But we can teach them um, the, the names of so-called Santa's reindeer. <laughs> right. We can teach them um, the, the names of the, the, the seven doors. They can learn all the names of every last transformer that there is. But we can't teach them the things in the Bible? Is it because we don't know the Bible to teach them the Bible? Let's read on. Let's read on. Verse 13. Deuteronomy chapter chapter 31 and verse 13. Fine. Uh, we're in Deuteronomy chapter 31 and verse 13, and it reads, And that their children, which have not known anything, may hear and learn to fear the Lord your God, as long as ye live in the land, whither ye go over Jordan to possess it. So, again, our children are supposed to be hearing the law. And hearing the law of God, they may learn to fear the Lord our God. As long as we live in the land, whether we go over Jordan to possess. That these were the, the, the things that were supposed to be passed down. This was supposed to be be the foundation of our education system and started with our kids. God's law. God's way of doing things. So that now every seven years at the Future Tabernacles, everybody heard this is how God wants things done, which, which, which it, it would be a good thing because now if you and your family were not doing something against the law and now the kids are hearing the law, now the kids can say, hold up, Dad, Dad. Why are you doing that? Mom, that's not right. Why are we doing this when the law, God's law says do this? And none of the rest of the aunties or uncles are doing what you're doing. What, what, why are we doing this now? That goes against what the law of God just said. Even like Christ said, from the mouth of babes. We're hearing that are hearing the law every seven years. Supposed to be hearing God's law every Sabbath. So now that 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 leads to what accountability. Now it's known this is the right way of doing things, or this is not the right way of doing things. Let's keep reading. Let's keep reading. Fine. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 31 and verse 14, and it reads, And the Lord said unto Moses, Behold, thy days approach that thou must die. Call Joshua and present yourselves in the tabernacle of the congregation, that I may give him a charge. And Moses and Joshua went and presented themselves in the tabernacle of the congregation. Right. 15, and the Lord appeared in the tabernacle in a pillar 
of a, of a cloud. And the pillar of the cloud stood over the door of the tabernacle. And the Lord said unto Moses, Behold, thou shalt sleep with thy fathers, and this people will rise up and go a-whoring after the gods of the strangers of the land, whether they go to be among them and will forsake me and break my covenant, which I have made with them. Then my anger shall be kindled against them in that day, and I will forsake them, and I will hide my face from them, and they shall be devoured, and many evils and troubles shall befall them, so that they will say in that day, Are not these evils come upon us, because our God is not among us? Right. Again, these evils is going to happen to, to, to Israelites, not because God is going out of his way to make sure we get for these things, for bad things to happen. God is ignoring us now. And this was last, last week's, uh, last Friday's, uh, Thursday's topic was about God, God hiding his face. And now a lot of bad things happen, not because God planned it. Not because, you know, one of unfortunate thing with a lot of Israelites is a lot of Israelites have been molested. A lot of people have been molested from, from, from men and women. Boys and girls have, have been the unfortunate um, um, uh, victims of incest, of, of incest, of molestations from within the family, that, that taboo. Um, that 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 unspoken supposed to be unspoken, not talked about um, uh, uh, family secret. That that from from uncles to cousins to to fathers to mothers to aunties that these things have happened. A lot of people will say God wanted this to happen to me because of this, or God wanted this to happen to me because of that. No, that's not what God wanted. If that's what God didn't want that for the Israelites, that's why he gave the Israelites the promised land. And that's why he gave the Israelites his laws so that to prevent these things from happening, to teach us how to love, how to be considerate, how to be um, uh, 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 have empathy for others to have mercy and, and protection, to have functional families, not dysfunctional families. So a lot of things that, that we have suffered as a people, it wasn't because God wanted it to happen. It wasn't because God made it happen. No. We are really giving God a discredit. And, and, again, we're not reading. We don't understand God. And let me went over last week from Second Chronicles chapter uh, 15 and verse 3, we're not, we're not going to cover it again. For a long time, we've been without the true God. We've been without the true God and without the teaching priest, without the word of God, without his law. So now, imagine if every seven years we're hearing God's law and we happen to cover Leviticus chapter 14, which happens to go into things about mol- mol- molestings and and and, and uh 
illicit inordinate sex acts. Fornication. Or what God calls fornication. Not what we've been taught from religion, that fornication is you got married before you you, uh, you had sex before marriage. No. Let's go get God's actual definition from his law of what fornication is. I'm not supposed to have sex with my sister. I'm not supposed to have sex with with uh, my sister, whether she's my dad's uh, daughter with another woman or is my dad's daughter with my mother. That, no, it's not supposed to be no step, brother, sister, <laughs> stepmom, stepson, uh, uh, porn, hub, porn hub categories that we get caught up into. And that's supposed to be no, 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 uh, uh, that once we see these type of things going on, and now we're hearing every seven years that God is against this and that God has a judgment for people that do this thing. People understand that, no, God never wanted that to happen. God was trying to prevent that from happening. But because people would get so caught up with their own particular emotions, of their feelings, the 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 boy lovers club or whatever, the 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 just the the the, the incestuous um, uh, demonic spirit that takes place, the curiosity that kills the cat. If we're hearing these things every seven years, then when someone's trying to go against what the law says, they can now stick out like a sore thumb. That now it can't be this. This is a secret, right? That you can't tell nobody. This is between us, because I really love you. No. Now, if, if, hold up. What did the law say, Uncle? What, then what was you doing with 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 my cousin? Then, Uncle, Auntie, why are you trying to get me to go with you over there to go, go do that thing? The law just said this. Now, in front of everybody, now this kid doesn't need to be be forced to feel guilty because he because the the child told about this 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 thing that happened to him. Then they have to feel pressured that they better not say nothing. Then I have to feel like like now I'm going to get in trouble if I say something. So I've got to carry this burden with me through the rest of my life. So now whenever this this child does get married, if they get married, that that now the option of since it was a a same-sex relative that did this to me or an opposite-sex relative who did this to me, now I'm attracted to the same sex. Now, I only want to have a relationship with the same sex because of the horrors of what this family member did to me. Because of the trauma that 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 I was now affected with. Now we can nip we can start to nip some of the shit in the bud before it grows into this 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 America. Now we can learn the right way of doing things. So a lot of times, again, we come with this, this, this notion and we ask the question that nobody seems to answer is, why would God let this happen? 
Why would God do this to me? God ain't, ain't let nothing happen. God ain't planned to make sure you go through this evil thing. All God did was for centuries upon centuries upon centuries of warnings, God just ignored us. God ignored us and hid his face. And now all these evils and all these bad things have been happening to us because of all the warnings of centuries and centuries and centuries of God putting his word out there, every generation, for everybody to hear, and we still kept following what we wanted to follow. We still wanted to keep be like we still wanted to be like the nations. We still wanted to, to, to run our society like we saw the nations running their societies. We wanted to celebrate their religious holidays and worship their gods. We we ignored God first. We rejected God first. And after all the warnings and all the mercy and all the love that God kept showing, God said, Cool. I'm gonna hide my face now. Yeah, I'm yeah, reading. I do. I'm reading for. Oh, um, what I was going to say is, uh, I'm, um, you're 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 right, and and this this goes with uh with 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 the with with our people, you know, the ones that so happen to be like homosexuals, and they and instead of instead of telling the truth about what really happened that caused them to now be attracted to the same sex. They want to put it on the most high. It's, it's like when you said earlier, we, we, we do, we give uh, the most high a, 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 a bad, um, we're blaming him for, uh, I, I forgot how you put it, but we, a discredit, you know, that we would, we actually, would push and say, well, the the Heavenly Father made me like this. I was born like this. Instead of in, in, instead of the, the, the truth, you know, they, they use that as an excuse to to avoid exposing, you know, well, my my uncle molested me, my cousin molested me, or, you know, they would just rather lie yeah. and, 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 blame, and blame it on the, on the Heavenly Father. And, and, and that's, that's where it, the point has gotten to. Now, from, 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 I know I went to an extreme example. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to do that for the shock value. I know I went to an extreme example, but it could be no different than um, how, how we lose uh, a, a family member or a, or a friend to, to street violence. Why did God let this happen? Why did God take away this person from me? The only person who was ever a friend to me. The only person that ever loved me. The only person who ever cared for me. God didn't do that. In following God's way, God promised us what? Long life. God's law promotes long life. God's law promotes protection. God's law promotes you being able to enjoy everything that he's built and that he has, and that there wouldn't be a feeling of my only friend was taken away. The only one I ever cared about was taken away. The one who ever, the one who ever cared about me was taken away. 
how sad is it that the feeling that's left is the only one who cared about me was taken away? God says, love thy neighbor as you love yourself. Hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. If we, if, if we had continued keeping God's law and doing things God's way, there truly would be no child left alone, no child left behind. It wouldn't be this feeling of I'm by myself. The only one I trust is me. Who I trust, me. Who I depend on, me. That that the, the good die young. The fuck, what, huh? That's what God wanted? Hell no. We have, we are are living and have lived the 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 highlight of what it means when God turns his back on us. Of when God hides his face from us. And we are stuck in survival mode. We're we are left to our own devices. We are left to our own thoughts of survival. Because for all the continual warnings over the centuries, guess I'm going to hide my face. I'm going to hide my face. And a lot of evil is going to come upon you. Read that last verse again. Read that last verse one more time. So Deuteronomy 30, uh, 31 and 17. Um, and it reads, then my anger shall be kindled against them in that day, and I will forsake them, and I will hide my face from them, and they shall be devoured, and many evils and troubles shall befall them, so that they will say in that day, are not these evils come upon us because our God is not among us? These evils are coming upon us because God ain't here. He's not looking for to protect us. We've been taught this, this spookism thing through religion and being here in America that when God gets angry at you, God is going to strike you with a bolt of lightning. That God is going to do something immediately to you. That mentality contradicts what the scripture is saying. We go through the evil that we go through because God ain't looking. Yes, he's all-powerful. Yes, he's all-knowing. But God ignores, ignores nations also, especially after centuries and centuries and centuries of trying, of get, trying to give this people, the Israelites, his word, the right way of doing things. We have now arrived here in the Americas from, from whether it was the, back in 722, 722 years before Christ was born, or we started coming over here in 1492 with, with Columbus, or we started coming over here in 1619 on the slave ships. This is the result of God turning his back on the nation of Israel. So as we've gotten into things like, like the Aztecs, the Incas, the, 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 the Mayans, of goddamn cannibalism, as we've gotten into to, to the, to, to the worship as, as some of the powwows are taking place now again, 
uh, the worship of the, of the moon god, the green world, the, the 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 bear, the elk, the snake, the wolf, the raven, the crow, the 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 whatever. That had nothing to do with God. As we now, as we're now suffering some of the, the, the disease that we suffer from, the, the foods we've been eating from the bear, the, the the bear, the snake, the eel, the turtle, the catfish, the eel, the squirrel, the possum, the raccoons, the uh, 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 roadkill, whatever the hell it might be, the pork. That the white man coming here and doing to us what he, he's been allowed to, not even allowed, what he's put upon us. God's been warning us about these things. That if He ain't looking out to protect us, this is what this world has to offer. This is what this world has to offer without my protection. And we have 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 have, have suffered and felt entirely what this means on a national level. Thank God Christ did die for us, that now there could be a return, that now we can actually now start to hear, that now we can get the opportunity to actually now hear the word of God, that now we can start turning things back around. The brother Gabar had just read Deuteronomy chapter 31 and verse 17. And in there, he had the word forsake. I'm going to read the definition of the word forsake. And I'm reading from the the Webster's 1828 Dictionary. And it says, forsake, to quit or leave entirely. So if if I use that phrase in the reading, it says, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 17, then my anger shall be kindled against them, plural, them. In that day, and I will forsake or I will quit or leave them entirely. When God gets angry with with the nation of Israel, he ignores the nation of Israel. I'm ignoring you. That now, where I am, God is all powerful. God is, God is. There's nothing that is more higher than the Most High. When our actions get to the point where we anger Him, God ignores us. God ain't going out of His way to throw lightning bolts at us. God ain't going out of His way. To, to to make sure this event happens to get you. No. That would mean God's paying attention to you. How could God be paying attention to you when God says, I'm I'm ignoring you? Reading on with the definition of forsake, to quit or leave entirely, to desert, to abandon, to depart as from friends, uh, to depart from. Friends and flatterers forsake us in adversity. 
Um, number two, to abandon, to renounce, to reject. Definition number three, to leave, to withdraw from, to fail. When God gets angry with the nation of Israel, he ignores us. He withdraws from us. He leaves us. Dealing with the nation. We're at a point now in his grace, in his love, in his mercy, through the sacrifice of Christ, that now we even have a chance to hear his word. That now we have a chance to now realize, oh, my God, all my life I've been thinking like this. All my life I was taught this is right. All my life, whatever time you might have came to the truth, I thought this was right, this was proper, that, that things should be done this way. But now we have a chance to hear his word and find out, nope, all those things I was putting my trust in, all those things that I was working hard at trying to accomplish or, 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 or do or whatever, that was wrong in the eyes of God. Now, the nation of Israel, we can start to repent. Now, we can start to make changes for, for the betterment of, of God. Now, we can start doing the things that makes God happy, and we can actually read it in the Bible. Now, we can set the, the desires of our heart on what God wants, and not the desires of our heart based on, I got to survive. Now, I need to survive. So whatever desperate mindset I'm in to survive, I'm trying to acquire those things, but now we can hear God's word, brothers and sisters. We can now truly hear God's word, and now we can start to do those things that please him. That now we can now start to attract his attention. Now, he can start to protect us. Now we can start putting just as much energy that we did in, in, in survival mode. We can now direct that energy to something productive. We can now, we can now direct that energy into something that really works. God's word. Reading on, sir. Reading on. Deuteronomy chapter 31 and verse 18 now. Unless, huh. unless you have anything you want to, want to bring out or say whatever. No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm in total, total uh, accordance with uh, what you're saying. Okay. Um, Deuteronomy chapter 31 and verse 18, and it reads, And I will surely hide my face in that day for all the evils which they shall have wrought, in that they are turned unto other gods. And this, this is another thing that, that we, 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 as Israelites, because we've not been hearing God's word, this is what we don't consider, is that all these, the bad that's happened to us has happened to us because we were never taught God's word. And that the things that we were taught to do, traditions, customs, um, even the law of the land, that it's been it's been pagan, 
and that is that's for the worshiping and the serving of other gods. To, to, to where now, I haven't been serving the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I have been serving the Most High. My family was never taught how to serve them. That doesn't mean that I don't love my family. It doesn't mean that my family doesn't love me. But if they were never taught God's righteousness, how to do things right in the eyes of God, they were taught here in, in the Americas, we were taught how to be good Americans. And whatever, whatever that means to be a good American. It was about uh, getting education, learning how to vote. That's what, that's what we learned how to do. If it was about uh, 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 getting education and going to college, that's what we learned how to do. It was about, no, I was born in these streets, so I got to learn how to survive in these streets and thrive in these streets. Then that's what we were taught how to do. But we weren't taught God's righteousness. We weren't taught God's holidays, holy days. We weren't even taught the color of Christ. As much as as, as we might have grew up here in, here in that term, for Christ's sake. Jesus Christ. Good googly moogly. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, um, uh, for Pete's sake, um, um, holy cow! <laughs> as much as we got all those things, we still never were taught God's righteousness. And, and we've been living the result of God turning his face on us. We're in the, time now, the, the very great historical time now. Now, we are, are, many of us are the first generation peoples to now actually have the chance, opportunity to actually hear and read God's word. As Hebrew Israelites in the true context of what he was saying when he said it. In the true context now, we can look at the prophecies that have already taken place leading up to us getting to the Americas, and now we can have our foundation established to know that now this is what the Bible means when it says this, this is what the Bible means when it says that. That now it's not just a random crapshoot. We cannot actually do things, like it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, we cannot actually put things decently and in order. We can now do God's word. We can now do God's judgment. Whereas for many generations, if it was from 722 B.C. and first getting here to the Americas, with the sort of indigenous people of the Americas, well, it was in 1492 when Columbus first started started murdering and 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 importing and exporting slaves. To 1619, with the importing of of of, uh, of our people coming from 
uh, Africa here to the Americas. We have not been hearing the word of God to know what it takes to please him. We learn what it takes not to get whipped. We learn what it takes uh, um, uh, uh, to make money, to, to move to the big house, to, to, to survive in, out in the fields, to move into the city and get a job and make money, to, 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 to join a union, to go to college, to go to school, to learn how to read and write my name, to, le- to learn how to stack ends, stack chips, learn how to use my, 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 uh, uh, my ability to sing, to dance, to entertain, my athleticism. We learn how to use that to survive in America, but we have not learned and heard what it takes to please God. Now we're at an opportunity now where we can actually learn what it takes to please God. We can actually read what, what we need to do to please God. Reading on, sir, verse 19. Con, we're in Deuteronomy chapter 31 and verse 19, and it reads, Now therefore write ye this song for you, and teach it the children of Israel. Put it in their mouths, that this song may be a witness for me against the children of Israel. Go ahead. 20, for when I shall have brought them into the land, which I swear unto their fathers, that floweth with milk and honey, and they shall have eaten and filled themselves and waxen fat, then will they turn unto the other gods and serve them and provoke me and break my covenant. All right, he's calling it. Make sure they learn this song and that they, they're singing this song because when they break my covenant, they're going to provoke me to anger. When they, when they break my covenant, make sure they, every seven years they have the opportunity to hear what it takes to please me and what not. Because when they break my covenant, they piss me off. I'm leaving. I'm turning my back on them. I'm going to ignore them. Reading on. Deuteronomy chapter 31 and verse 21. And it reads, And it shall come to pass when many evils and troubles are befallen them, that this song shall testify against them as a witness. For it shall not be forgotten out of the mouths of their seed. For I know their imagination, which they go about even now, before I have brought them into the land which I swear. Read. 22. Moses, therefore, wrote this song the same day and taught it the children of Israel. Cool. And from there, bro, from there Let's jump to, let me pull my notes up. Where am I at? Where am I at? Where am I at? Okay, we did that part. Um, Let's go to Hosea. Let's go to Hosea 5, verse 15. Hosea chapter 5 and verse... 15 or 14? 15. 
15. Con, we are in Hosea chapter 5 and verse 15. And it reads, I will go and return to my place till they acknowledge their offense and seek my face. In their affliction, they will seek me early. I mean, and I know these are a lot of scriptures that, that don't get read. These are the type of scriptures that you're not going to hear in church. Because in church, we're talking about the prosperity, that the reason the preacher's got the, the big car, got the house, got the money, his kids are, are dripped in jewelry and, and have everything they want because they're pleasing God, because they're, they're the servants of God. And if you want the same thing, then pay your tithes and do this and do that and, and work hard for the preacher. And maybe one day God might open up, uh, his, open up something to you. That, that That's the mentality. That everybody who has achieved something through their own power, through their own survival skills, through their own wisdom, they want to attribute that to God. How can I be attributed to God when God said I'm hiding my face from the nation? The nation of Israel has not returned back, has not returned back to the promised land. So, no, the nation of Israel is not being blessed by the Most High. When the Most High blesses the nation of Israel, what does the Most High always do? He brings the nation of Israel from the hand of the people who had them in captivity, and he brings us home. To Israel, to the promised land, to the land that was promised to our forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He brings the nation home. Not one or two individuals that was able to put some money together and that they moved themselves back over there and said, yeah, see, God got me here. No, he didn't. When God blessed the nation of Israel, he brought the nation out of Egypt, and we all had riches. We all had the same amount when we all left Egypt and we came into the promised land. God didn't bless a few individuals and be like, see, see, it's proof God is with me and he must not be with you. If that could be, I don't know how much more of a white mentality, of an Edomite mentality, of an American mentality that could possibly be. I believe, I, 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 it's, it's hard for me right now to conceptualize that that whole mentality could not be more whitewashed than anything. God blesses the nation of Israel. God curses the nation of Israel. How did God curse the nation of Israel? He kicked us, we kicked ourselves we got exiled out of the promised land. And the nation has not been home since. When the Israelites settled England and built up England, guess who was not there? 
You guessed it. When the Israelites got into Russia and built uh, Moscow and St. Petersburg, the Kremlin, while all them gold-gilded gold, uh, gold uh, buildings in the Kremlin, and we thought we was balling. We thought we was doing something. Why did that empire fall? As much as we talk about the, the, the richest man in Africa at one time, uh, uh, Musa Munda, Musa, I forget his name. Uh, um, uh, 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 Timbuktu. Oh, from Babylon to Timbuktu. Um, well, the one who, who Timbuktu was, was was the richest empire in Africa ever, and the, the emperor over it, his name was uh, Masa Musa or Musa Masa. I forget, I, I forget, but they say his wealth clowned <laughs> anybody on the planet today. You mean the, the even the the Rothschild families in the in the clown anybody clown <laughs> on the earth today? And he was an Israelite. What, what, why did that empire fall? I'm going to bring up these examples that for everything that we keep looking at is supposed to be a blessing from God. And it's associated with money and with wealth and with material things. Every time we've done those things and set up those type of empires, and we have set up real empires, not some some damn TV show called Empire. We have set up real <laughs> empires. Not not Rocker World, not P Diddy Combs World. Not 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 uh, uh, Kevin Hart's uh, tequila and sports agency and uh, 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 movie production studios and and whatever else he had going on. No, we established real empires. We had gold with our faces imprinted on the gold on the silver. When we ruled places like Germany and Czechoslovakia and Russia, and England, and Spain, the Americas, all the jade that the Incas had, that the Aztecs had, that the Mayans had, why did the Spaniards call the island of Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, Talica? We've had empires. It was the, the mighty Cherokee Nation. It was the five civilized nations of the Seminoles. We've had empires, each and every last one of them. Why have they fell? Because that's not God's blessing. God's blessing is when the nation of Israel is back in the promised land that was promised to us by Abraham, by Isaac, that was promised to Abraham, to Isaac, and Jacob. The promised land. God gives that to the nation of Israel as that gift, as that blessing. 
But because of our rebelliousness that we displayed to God for centuries, I'm getting a call, but I'm not, I'm not going to answer it. Because we went through that, and God sent the prophets from from, from, from Daniel to to Isaiah to Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Malachi, Micah, uh, Zechariah, Zerubbabel, um, Ezra, uh, Nehemiah, uh, uh, Philemon, um, Nathan, uh, uh, Obadiah, uh, um, well, oh, Amos. Yeah, Joel, Amos, Job, Moses, just to name a few. From Moses until the time of Christ. Elijah, Elisha, telling us to get right. Nathan, telling us to get right. And we kept rejecting him. It finally got to the to, to the point where, cool. Now I'm about to ignore y'all. Give me Hosea, Hosea chapter five verse fifteen one more time. Fine. We're in uh, Hosea chapter five and verse fifteen, and it reads, "I will go and return to my place, till they acknowledge their offense and seek my face. In their affliction, they will seek me early." And he said, he said, until he's going to go to his place until when? Until they acknowledge their offense. And that's that's one thing that we do not like to do. We want to blame the white man. We want to blame uh, uh, every any and every circumstance on why it's still not my fault. Didn't he Master P have that song? Oh, it ain't my fault. Did I do that? Did I do that? Yes, we did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did do it. Yes, we've been doing it. Yeah, and it is your fault. It it is my fault. Yes. Yes, you did do that. Yeah. Till we acknowledge our offenses. We, we, we have this victimology thing we have going on that we always want to play that we're the victim. But we never wanted to, to, to confess or address the fact that we have been offending God. We always want to dismiss it with what I thought, what I felt. It seemed like. Well, what's wrong with? It's funny in Catholic Church we'll go we'll spend hours upon hours in the Catholic Church confessing to some 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 man in a robe in 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 in, a, in confession probably probably playing with himself while we're confessing our 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 our, our sins to him. We'll do that and then we'll come back get out that get out the, that confessional and and say uh, uh, fifteen Hail Marys from our fathers or whatever, we had no problem confessing that to some <laughs> to, to some pervert. Right. 
We'll get on Jerry Springer. I know I'm going old school. We'll get on Jerry Springer or or, or Judge Judy or Judge whoever or or um, Jer- yeah, Sally Jesse Raphael or yeah, all those from back in the day. We'll, we'll, yeah, uh, Doctor Phil. Right. Um, uh, Steve, Steve. 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 Yeah. <laughs> we'll go ahead and confess that stuff there about some foolishness or, or what have you. But one thing we won't do is confess that we've been going against God. That our parents taught us to go against God. Our grandparents had us going against God. Everybody we looked up to that we looked at was wise, smart, understanding, because they related to my emotions. But we never confessed that they were wrong and we are wrong. That those things that we have done and looked up to and cherished have been offending God. And that the things that we've been going through is because God has been offended and no, God has not been there. We we want to blame God for the evils that we've suffered, for the bad relationships we put ourselves into. For the hope we put our hope into and it got smashed. We want to blame God for all that, but we don't put a quarter, an eighth, a 32nd of that energy into studying and reading and finding out, God, you weren't even there because my foreparents, society has teached me to believe, to give me the hope in this, to trust in this, to depend on this, and it had nothing to do with God. It had nothing to do with God. We got to say, I'm I'm I'm, I'm returning to my place until they acknowledge their offense and seek my face. If we ain't trying to come correct, God, and this is why it's important for us to come as a nation. When we go back and read in the, in the scriptures, whenever we were, when the Israelites were in captivity, being oppressed, you read about how the nation would come together in one place. We would all fast together. We would take off all our rich clothes, all the clothes that gave me an identity, all the clothes that made me somebody, and we would all put on sackcloth and put on ashes, and we would lay on the ground. We wouldn't go to our, the, 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 the comfortable homes and castles and mansions that we built for ourselves, for our own particular pleasure and our own particular uh, comfort that gave us a status symbol. The nation would come together, put on that, that, that sackcloth to where now you can't tell how rich my family is. That that's this is what puts me over you. That there'd be nothing to acknowledge 
my 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 jewelry, my rings, uh, my mansions, my cars, my 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 houses, uh, my chariots, my drip, and we would all put on sackcloth. Then we would scatter ashes all over ourselves. So now you can't see my makeup. You can't see my my uh, uh, my beautiful skin. My cosmetology license. <laughs> that now we are we're at the lowest point we could get to. We're all of us in sackcloth, all of us laying on the ground, praying and crying and fasting, and praying to the Lord our God. A uh, real quick question: Didn't uh, didn't Esther actually put dung? <laughs> when she, she, she might have. Huh? She might have. Or, you got that scripture? Bring it out. But I, I know on a national on a national level, we always put sackcloth and ashes uh, and cover ourselves as a nation. Not so much now as an individual. Esther might have did that. But I'll talk about what we would do as a, on a national level. Now, if Esther did put dung on, on herself, remember, Esther was a queen. Right. <laughs> That's the, oh. you know, con. <laughs> as, you know, to go along with, you know, my cosmetology, cosmetology license of how much money my family has, she was a, a queen. Oh, nigga, hell no. I just got my hair done. <laughs> uh, yo, my nigga, yo, I just got the freshest cut, yo. <laughs> follow the drip. Follow the drip. I got, I got my 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 jerry, my jerry curl. Let me make sure I got my do-rag on. Let me go and hook these waves up. Let God see these waves. No, we were in sackcloth with ashes all over us to hide any beauty, to hide anything that we would all look the same, that we were all at the bottom. And then we, as a nation, we pray to our God, and that's when the Lord, our God, was send the Savior. But those are some of the things that we had to do as a nation to seek his voice, to seek his face. To get him to now to start to acknowledge us, to get God's attention. I, I have a I, I have a scripture, sir. Brother, read it. Read it. Read it. It's in the Apocrypha, in the, the book of the rest of Esther, um, chapter 14 starting at verse 1, and uh, it's capital, all capital, queen, that's the first, queen, Esther, also being in fear of death, resorted unto the Lord, and laid away her glorious apparel, and put on the garments of anguish and mourning, 
and instead of precious ointments, she covered her head with ashes and dung. Damn. And she and she humbled her body greatly. And all the places of her joy she filled with her torn hair. She pulled her hair out. And that had it cut. Her torn hair. And if you what about above this, it, 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 it tells you that she, she instructed Mordecai that before she goes to the king, have all the Jews, have all the Israelites do a fast. This is where we get the, the, the holy day of Purim from. Because it was declared that all the Jews were going to be put to death during the time of Purim. Purim. I heard the, the, the time has expired, but I'm going to get two more scriptures out and we'll call this one for a day. Let's go to uh, uh, the first one is First Chronicles, chapter 16, verse 11. First Chronicles, chapter 16, verse 11. First Chronicles, chapter 16, and verse 11. Where's my Chronicles? Okay. First Chronicles, chapter 16. Okay. Chapter 16 and verse 11. Okay, here we are. And it reads, Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. This is what we're supposed to be doing. This This is what the nation of Israel, this is what our whole focus should be on as a nation right now. We should be trying to seek the Lord's face and God's strength. God's righteousness, the things that please him, that's what the entire nation of Israel should be doing right now, all that the Israelites call. This is what we should be doing so that the Lord will come and bless our nation, that wherever we've been scattered to the four corners of the earth, that God will now, for what? The, the the Bible calls Armageddon, what religious circles call the rapture. To so the rapture, Armageddon can now take place, and Christ, the true king, can sit on the throne, and we can all now go home. From there, let's go to Second Chronicles, chapter 7, verse 14. Now we're going to Second Chronicles. Chapter 7 and verse 14. Con. Second Chronicles, chapter 7 and verse 14. And it reads, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin. And will heal their land. And will heal what? Their land. Where is our land? A couple acres in Georgia? <laughs> a, ho- a house in, 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 um, 
in uh, somewhere up in Colorado? A two-story house uh, on some Caribbean island. Read that verse again. Con, uh, Second Chronicles chapter seven and verse fourteen. Well, I mean uh, verse yeah, verse fourteen, and it reads, "If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin." And will heal their land. And will heal our land. Not, uh, I don't believe it said our credit, our credit score. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not really funny. It's, it's just, it's astonishing. You know, bring it up. What, 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 what our values are. They don't even, they don't even come close to the, the, the value of the blessings that the Heavenly Father has for us if we were only to, to get right. That, that's, a, that, that's a good statement. And matter of fact, we, we're going to end this show on that. That, was a, that statement was perfect. We're going to end today, today's show with that right there. So, brothers and sisters, I want to thank you all for, 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 for those that participated with us on this journey, um, uh, in this teaching. I, I do, I do I hope and pray that it, it was uh, um, insightful as well as informative, um, educational, enlightening, and, 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 and try to help us now get a little bit better look into the, our value systems as individuals and now realize we need to get more of a value system based on a national level towards what God wants the nation of Israel to do. And that, yes, on a national level, God has ignored the nation of Israel. And that we, we, we've gone through that process already. That now we're at a point that now we can actually hear, receive, and now actually do God's righteousness. Actually do God's pleasure. Actually do those things that are right and pleasing in the eyes of God. So now we can help wake up more Israelites, make it wake up more people. And the crazy thing about that is with Israel being scattered into every nation, we don't know who the Israelites are. That's why Christ told us in, at the end, of, in the end of Matthew, I believe Matthew chapter 28, going to all nations preaching this gospel. Because all nations have been without the word of God where the Israelites have been scattered. That now, we can now start doing and gathering and doing the things as a nation, on a national level, that please God, that please the Most High. 
Goodbye. Any closing remarks? Closing um, sentiments? Um, no, not really. I mean, I'm just I'm just happy that I was able to to uh, get at least you know uh, get a portion in. I I, lo- I love um, giving giving edification, uh, giving giving this knowledge, wisdom, and understanding to our people. Call call Israel. You know, um, like you mentioned before, in um, uh, Second Chronicles uh, fifteen and three, because it's been so long, and to actually be a part of being able to teach our people and to wake our people up and to give them give them the opportunity. I, I should say rather that the Most High is giving our people an opportunity through us to to uh, teach them what pleases the Heavenly Father, to, to, to acknowledge our sins instead of making up excuses and blaming everyone, including the Heavenly Father, for, for our trans- transgressions. Time. Time. That we do actually get a chance to learn God's righteousness. Con. That we do get a chance to learn. All right. Well, well with that, my name is Mashaba. My name is Gabar Kawa. And for ISBHBK and the 12 tribes worldwide, we would like to say Shalom. Shalom. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.